Oh, we got to get this. Uh, I'm looking all crispy, and uh, we're not even recording the Skype. Oh, yeah. What's the point of being so crispy if the people out there can't see me, Jared? That's what I say. What's the point of being so crispy if you can't That's true. take a bite? That's right. <laughs> There's a new one that's relatable, right? If there. you can't stay breezy, at least stay crispy. One or the other, you know? Maybe it was best that they didn't hear that. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. All right. Well, can you uh, get that theme song going? Well, hello and welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. We are here today to talk about country living and city life. So it'll be a fun episode today to talk about do you prefer to live in the country or in the city and why? Uh, And I think Jared and I both have extensive experience with both of them. Um, That is for sure. And we're going to dig into uh, some of our own personal experiences and our thoughts and uh and I'm just going to preface and say that uh, both can be good for a lot of reasons, but they not might not be great for you. So hopefully through our uh, discussion today, we can bring you some insight and uh, you'll know where you can happily, I guess, live happily ever after. So without further ado, my partner in crime uh, and my, uh, my city pal, Jared. What's going on, Jared? Yeah. I mean, I guess I'm partial city, partial. I'm, I'm a partial city right now, but... Um, yeah, the ideal, we all know, the ideal is obviously to have the, the lifestyle where you can have like a, um, you know, like a place, in, like a, you know, like a condo in Chicago or New York or something. And then like a, um, and then like a ranch out in like Nashville or something, you know, or like in Wyoming, you just have people that just have Montana. land. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you oh, should yeah, come out dude. to my property or my land. People that speak in those terms. Right. right. Oh, I mean, that's that's the point where you really want to get to without a doubt, Jared. Yeah, it's not come coming on my, to my house. It's coming to my property. Why? Why is it, though, like come to my cabin? Uh, which one's creepier? Come to my cabin or come to my cottage? <laughs> I guess my cabin, right? For some reason, cottage is creepier to me. Or is cottage creepier? Cabin okay. seems a little more like what you're in right now could be. A, that could be right. like I some mean, rich person pretending am, they have a cabin. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I decided, Jared, for this episode, it would only be proper to spend some time really out in the boonies <laughs> in the country. Uh, you know, I took an overnight road trip. Uh, you know, I'm way out in some undisclosed mountains. This is a, a top secret location. I'm not allowed to tell you or the, the listeners today, but. Um, yeah, and then and then when life. you're when you're teaching the children of uh, in in uh, in Vienna, you're like, oh no, I love the city in Vienna. I love the culture. I love having a little apartment here in the mm-hmm. in the first district because, of course, you would uh, <laughs> balling out, son. That's right. You better believe it. You better but you believe know, if it. I want to get away, I go to my land. <laughs> That's right. Out in Steiermark, in the greenest, Steiermark. The greenest part of Austria. <laughs> I have oh, some man, property dude, out there get... with some horses. Right. <laughs> Thomas Müller style, get some horses. Does he have horses? His wife, I think his wife, like that's what she does for a living. Yeah. Something that's, a, with, like, that's, that's a real like, rich related. European white thing, horses. Oh, I mean, rich sure. white thing in general, but I don't oh, feel yeah. like Europeans really like horses. I, feel, um, I don't know, dude. I think there's a lot of country folk that like horses, that's too. That's true. I don't know what you I'm talking about. the rodeo. About. I don't know what I'm talking about. That's true. That's right. Um, hey, 
since we're here, uh, oh, did we ever do an intro? I don't remember. We did? Yeah, we did. Spread a little love. Follow us. Uh, I literally totally <laughs> forgot that we did that song. Follow mm. us on Instagram, Untranslatable Podcast. Uh, we're in our uh, remote setups today, which is uh, rare. I'm actually going to, here, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get us on full screen. And I'm going to take a picture Ooh. of us for the gram. Follow us on the gram, Untranslatable Podcast. You'll see us in a rare remote location. And that's because uh, I'm doing the right thing and socially distancing from Chad for a uh, uh, quarantine period because I've been exposed and I can't <laughs> confirm. Well, you haven't been exposed. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I should really. Yeah, be think careful about my what you say there, Jared. Yeah, you're gonna get some like calls from your family exposed. after this episode I've not drops. Been exposed. We had we had guests that flew here, and right. um, just to be safe, you know. Um, but anyway, uh, also follow us on Twitter on Translatable One, the number one. See what Numero uno. Uh, see what ridiculousness I'm tweeting about. I'll actually bring up some ridiculous I'm tweeting. I just tweeted about the other day in a second. Um, five star reviews would be nice. Mm. You better believe it. Uh, on iTunes, we actually did get one new one I saw. And to be fair, I only see the American ones really because to see one from other countries, you kind of have to dig deep, and it just takes mm. time. But it is nice to see the number grow, no matter how slowly it is. It would be even nicer to see it grow quickly too. Um, you could also <laughs> um, email us untranslatablepodcast at gmail .com. Give us some untranslatables or something. Tell us which you prefer, country or city, live in, and um, and uh, you know. Say hi. Uh, Chad, big news here in the United States. Now, uh, this is being recorded on Sunday, and I say that to say that today, uh, TikTok and WeChat is being banned from being downloaded in the United States app stores. Yep. Did you? I'm sure you, you knew oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yep, it's um, a bummer. It is a bummer. I mm, don't have a lot of good things to say about it, to be honest. Um, I think it's what more of a business move. Mm. I don't know though. I don't know enough about like the back end of that stuff um, to really say. But yeah, I thought I thought business though, or political. I think it's probably both. Um, okay. Oh wait, oh wait, right here though. Uh, I don't know if you heard about this, Jared, but this is what just. Sorry, Jared. Sorry to do this. Hot to off you. the press. Just no, an I mean, hour if, ago. If you're gonna, just an hour please, ago, I, don't I have Googled me at least streets lying. Um, <laughs> That's that's true. Well, it wasn't lying. It was just we didn't have all the all the current news. But this is from an hour ago. Federal court issues preliminary injunction halting Trump administration's ban of Chinese app WeChat. The order came in response to a lawsuit, but not TikTok, filed uh, by a group of WeChat. Oh, that's true. I don't really care. But I'll about say TikTok. this. <laughs> I'll just say WeChat is probably way more important than TikTok. Right. I have a coworker, uh, like like my company, you know, does business in China, and I have mm -hmm. a coworker that uses WeChat to communicate with yep. with work people over there. Yep. And she's like, "This WeChat is the easiest had, way to get in touch with them." Right. Listen to this right here, Jared. WeChat had about three point three million monthly active users in the United States as of August. I am one of those three point three million monthly 3 .3. users. How do you think? How do you think I contact my students? Three point three million. 3.3 million monthly active users in the United States. Oh, as in of the August. United States. I was like, it's yeah. got to be more than that. No, in China, it's way more than <laughs> I was about that. to say. I actually, it was funny. I asked my students uh, last week during the lecture, I asked them, is it possible to live in China without WeChat? And they all laughed and they said, it was, it's possible, but it's not really convenient. 
Um, and, and they're right. I mean, you can pay, you can book a taxi. Check out our app, uh, our episode. Um, I chat, you chat, we all chat for WeChat. I think that was the title. It was something along the lines. Of something that. like that. Jared yeah. came up with a great title uh, for that one. Yeah, um, but but that yeah, made me laugh. but TikTok. I, I think it's in a way, it's kind of ridiculous that. Um, I don't know. I just don't like the fact. I don't like the idea of the U.S. government telling. Um, telling the apple uh store or telling apple the company uh what they are and are not allowed to uh have in the app store for people to well, download you know I, l- l- yeah i mean i agree I, I don't know the you know the back end of freedom, it jared you know what <laughs> happened know, to freedom i don't know who I, like i don't know what that means about my security if i were to download tiktok like am i really exposing right. myself to some sh- i don't know but what i will say is you're right like as we're supposed to be quote unquote Americans here, mm-hmm. and you know we talk about having our freedoms, and now the government is telling me what app I can and can't download. That seems a little. Uh, that seems a little uh, like like it's it almost like well like here in America the the idea of the of communist China gets such a bad rep, and it's right. like well, we're almost no better than them. You know we're right. we talked about the Great Wall of China also. Uh, excuse mm-hmm. me, the Great Firewall Great of firewall, China. Yeah. And uh, we're starting to build our little own, own one here too, right? Yeah, well, hey, you're impeding on my freedoms, Trump. And that's a, How and dare that's a slippery that's freedoms. a slippery slope. They start banning WeChat. What are they going to start banning next? You know exactly. And, look, and if if they are unsafe, tell us why they're unsafe. Yeah, and then people can make the informed decision to delete the app. You know, it's it's really and, that yeah. simple. And I think if they were, to, yeah, and then and then also it would give it would put it in the companies. Because then the company would be like, well, do we want our customers, like our customers are, are, are getting turned off by this app. Do we want them exposed to, uh, you know, do, do, we, like, do we think it looks good on our company to, to, to have this app rather than the government saying you can't have this app? It's just right. a different dynamic. Like it could still lead to the same thing if they were honest with, with the people and the companies were like, well, that's a good point. And now that everyone knows what these apps are doing, let's just not offer it i like i think that would be possible and and once again right. i i don't know i, I maybe <laughs> maybe this is a very good thing i don't know i don't know I, I the only reason i'm saying this is not even because it bothers me because i've never i don't have tiktok or wechat but it's more just because it's like it it, it just seems like a hip, hypocrisy of these like a hypocrisy when it comes to like this talk of freedoms that especially people like trump seems to campaign on so much and then you're and then you're banning apps. It's just a. It's, it's I don't know. It seems almost like a. What is it? Uh, hypo- not it's like cognitive a, dissonance, right? Is there. that what it is? Is that yeah. the term? Well, and it's and it's hypocrisy as well. I mean, yeah. it's very hypocritical too. Um, but then they yeah. can. But then they can couch, couch it and like the like the you know the the Chinese are taking over our technology. Who knows what they're doing with our information? And it just I don't know. It just seems like kind of scare tactic-y things that they use on, right. on the right a lot. But I mean, any any large company. I mean, Facebook, Google, all of those. They do data collection. Of course, you know. Of course. I mean, um, I don't. How know. How do they I, think? How do they think that you Google you Google. Uh, uh untranslatable uh, you, podcast or you google like like camping and then all of a sudden you get a bunch of amazon ads for tents and shit right it's like and, how do you think and that now happens I'm three grand in the <laughs> hole jared because i bought all this unnecessary camping equipment i'll say i'll say this I, I i'm a sometimes i can be a bad online shopper but i make a point 
not to mm. click on uh, like Instagram ads that like sell things. I, like I'll, even if I see something that's cool, which I almost never do, probably I'll never do. But I would probably go out of my way to find it a different way rather than click on the Instagram version of it. And and I don't know. I just I don't know why. But yeah, it's just it's just, it's weird. Which but the I, I agree that that um, WeChat that's that's. That that's I mean the fact that a bunch of teenage children can't dance for clout on a, on TikTok is not that concerning to me. I mean the, I guess the idea right. of freedoms would be, but WeChat is a legitimate uh, com- communication like, source of communication, right? For for not just children dancing on <laughs> on apps, but all, right. like like well, legitimate think, families did, and business and right. Did did I ever tell you though? We were instructed when I was a grad student at MSU. To not use WeChat for any um, like class demonstrations or um, other stuff like that, because um, because yeah, the, I mean that information is saved and stored. Um, well, yeah, I mean my sure. company like sometimes uh, well like my department will do will do uh, videos on on Zoom. But they're never they're never things that are really business related. Like anything we we're actually talking about like actual work related stuff we're not allowed to do on zoom like you have to do it on their you know on their skype thing or whatever right that makes sense i guess in a way i mean i guess so but but i think zoom is like i don't i'm not gonna say it's similar but i think it also is like a chinese company isn't it is it i didn't think think so. so is it i didn't realize that could be i didn't think so though nope it's an american company all right okay. listen i feel well, like i remember hearing something right. about zoom as the, well the reason the reason why i i had a feeling it wasn't is because there is a chinese version of zoom that i use uh with my students called vuv uh and uh. that's the lecturing like uh synchronous lecture tool teleconferencing tool i use with my <laughs> students it's a lot uh, of business words in there it is a lot of, a lot of buzzwords there telecommunications tool <laughs> except there's no breakout rooms in vuv which is a really big bummer okay um, that is a bummer i do like that in zoom uh yeah you know so you can have discussions because otherwise nice you know you have like five people in one room and then one person's talking the whole time how's the, other, the audio you know. on vuv because i will say zoom audio is by far mm-hmm. better than skype i would say i think we i think with I microphones with that, you sound better if you're using like mm-hmm. a legit microphone we still kind of on skype right now we still kind of sound like we're talking on a phone a little bit you know right but Zoom, right. I don't think, is, is like that. Why are we talking about this? Oh, yeah, because TikTok. Yeah, uh, is, TikTok. Is getting, uh, um, but yeah, yeah. I wonder how that's going to work, though, because from what I read, when when everything was still in effect to be banned, from what I read was that um, if you had already had the app downloaded, uh, it's not like the app would be erased off your phone, but you couldn't right. do any updates. Right, right. So, so I guess for... Obviously, if TikTok and and WeChat are probably we're probably quick enough to put out an update, you know, in time for the new iOS that just came out. So I guess theoretically, they don't like like it's not a immediate concern. You know, it is an immediate concern, but it's like it's like, but you can't download it, but but you won't lose the app. That's what it is. Right. And so I guess people will still be using it. They'll just be using an outdated version until eventually our our phones are passed to te- the, or I guess, I don't know, some new administrations, like it's fine. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Who knows? Right. 
Yeah. All right, dude. That, that is true. Is it time for some shout outs? Spread a little love. I'd say That's so. Right. I'd say I so. Think, I think you probably know what my first one's going to be, Jared. Uh, this is go- going to be coming out a little late because, you know, we record these episodes, uh, you know, beforehand, not to break the fourth wall here. But uh, a few days ago, unfortunately, we lost the notorious RBG, Ruth Bader mm-hmm. Ginsburg, who was a, a very important Supreme Court justice here in the United States. Uh, I believe she died at 87. Uh, she was really fighting the good fight and did a lot of great things for women out there and for men as well in the United States. Um, and she was really something else. So uh, um, sending lots of love to her friends and family and everyone else in the U.S. Um, who you know, has been affected by her in some positive way. Uh, we really lost um, really a person in history. So um, yeah. now I'm really curious to see what's going to happen, what the kind of consequences will be of of this happening yeah dude and it's 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 obviously it's it's sad to to that that she died but then it's to me it's sad in a different way you know you know me i'm the twitter the twitter monster it's it's just so sad to see one people you know immediately have to say like why so just is terrible or something like that but not even that it's more just like the people talking about like this is what happens when you don't vote you know and it's just that that right. her death has to come down to that is is kind of sad it's just it's a unfair. sad sign for yeah. our society i feel like and it's just right yeah and it's just so much weight put on her uh to stay alive you know it's like I was like, in my head, I'm like, is that, that, what, that's such, seems like so much stress for your final, I don't know, it's just, and it's, it is scary too, like, it is kind of scary to see, like, this could, this, this, this could, could have a long lasting effect on our, like, the direction of our politics in in the U.S. Yeah. And it's, it's just a a weird feeling to, to, to not know what that's going to look like. Yeah, it really is. It really is. So we're sending out uh, a lot of love um, for everybody out there who has uh, been affected by RBG and all the great things she's done. Spread a little love. My, I have a mm-hmm. oh, I have a shout out too, by the way. Let's so I actually want to get your opinion on this. Is this uh, a right the apology? <laughs> no, it's not, unfortunately. Bummer. I actually did see an apology, and I'm like, this is a hilarious apology, but it was just some random, like it was... It was it was not a good reason to it. Like I don't know, I didn't care enough about the reason that the person was apologizing. Um, Lewis Hamilton, Formula One champion, your boy, uh, decides to leave his supercar collection undriven. So, six-time Formula One world champion Lewis Hamilton has a collection of supercars worth millions and millions of dollars, but he no longer drives any of them. The Mercedes driver announced this week this week. Uh, as the new owner of a team in the electric off-road uh, Extreme E-Series uh, starting up next year, told reporters he was doing his best to be environmentally friendly. It's difficult because there are people who say, uh, like, yeah, but yeah, like, yeah, but you race a Formula One car around every weekend. <laughs> the 35-year-old. Is, is that br- what they say, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, the 30, uh, he actually kind of says car. I don't know. He has a... Uh, anyway, car? the 35-year-old Briton... Uh, Britain, is that what you call him? Britain said on uh, Thursday at the Tuscan Grand Prix at I- Italy's Mugello Circuit. Some of its education, uh, some of its education, because not everyone knows the footprint that our sport currently has, and what we're doing in terms of trying to improve that. But I'm making a lot of changes <laughs> in my personal life. Uh, I don't drive any of the cars that I own anymore. I only drive my electric car, EQC. 
Uh, Mercedes EQC crossover is what it is. That's a, the that's crossover. a crossover. Yeah, of course. Mercedes. Formula One issued a sustainability plan last year with the aim of achieving a net zero carbon footprint for the sport. By 2030, uh, it has also promised that all Formula One events will be sustainable by 2025. That's great um, news. So, uh, first of all, Formula One, like, they do make a lot of steps. Like, I mean, I, I assume you know that Formula One cars now are hybrids. Yep. And mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of, you know, battery technology going into them and, and all that stuff. Obviously, there's still, you know, fire uh, combustion engines there, too. But they do. So, what do you think about the... I was actually listening to some of my car people talk about this. And obviously, it's... Uh, and some people say, like, it's, you know, well, it's... Partially, it's a publicity stunt because, you know, he is starting his own uh, electric... Uh, racing you know team mm -hmm. but also that um like the idea of him not driving is not like like it's it's a good image thing but it doesn't really do anything because like his him driving him him rarely driving his supercars in like he rarely drives in general probably you know <laughs> like just normally but like the idea of him rarely driving is not really the problem like it what's right. more impressive actually well, is I what What's more impressive is that he recently, uh, maybe within a couple of years ago, he sold his private jet. And that's a much bigger deal, I think. Yeah, yeah, um, I would say so. But I think visually, I, I think I, as I don't, I don't, I, I feel like even though you know he he has these crazy supercars and stuff that he's not going to drive, and it probably won't make a big difference for the environment per se. Right. Like I, I do think visually, like as like of like, like he's one of the most famous athletes in the world. And and him saying that and only being seen in an electric car makes a difference. You know, oh, he, I, would, you I know, would agree with that. Obviously, he drives a Mercedes because he, you know, he races for Mercedes. So Mercedes gives him a car to market him to market their cars with. Mm -hmm. So it's like if they like they're smart like, All right, business great. for Mercedes. Exactly, they're like we want to market our electric cars too. So to have one of our greatest you know brand ambassadors say i'm only going to be seen in electric cars will probably be a big deal in selling more electric cars so i think yeah. in that sense i i think people underestimate the bigger effect that um like such a icon has on on on, on you know sales of of goods oh big time and you know in the future jared if we if we just do an episode with no uh no video you could just be Lewis Hamilton as our guest, and we'd be good to go. That was a spot-on you know impression. Funny? Whenever I do try to do a British accent just out of nowhere, it mm -hmm. always ends up terrible. But if I'm imitating someone that I listen to all the time, because I, you know, I listen, I watch Formula One all the time, I, I was pretty good. That was a pretty good Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> yeah. See, there you go. There you go. That is awesome. Well, I have one more shout out as well, Jared, for today, and it's kind of related. Uh, New Zealand. Uh, plans to become the first country to require climate risk reporting. Um, so there are other countries in the uh, EU, European Union, that have um, started to do, um, you know, environmental reporting. But uh, New Zealand, apparently, not only do they want this, uh, well, first of all, they have the zero carbon bill uh, that has committed the country to honoring the goals of having zero carbon emissions by 2050, which is 30 years away, which is not that far away. Um, yeah, that's a big deal. Right. Uh, is, that, uh, is, is that even mm -hmm. possible? <laughs> I think so. Zero carbon by 2050, I think so. The shipping uh, is the big part to me. I don't know. Right. Like Ships are the, are the, uh, part of the, I feel like a huge part of the problem, and I don't know how that, like especially a place like New Zealand, you know? Right. But, you know, I have to say, man, I feel like New Zealand has really been 
on their game and doing a great job, uh, not only with like science and, and climate change, but obviously with this whole COVID pandemic, they've been That's doing true. a really good job. Um, and yeah, so I think this is just really great. Um, another aspect too that's a little different with this is that this uh, this uh, climate uh, risk reporting will also include some of the financial risk as well, um, which I'm not 100% sure on how that works, but um, I think it has to do with like assets controlled and things like this. Um, <laughs> do you know what that means, what you just said? Assets controlled? Well, I'm not sure because what... Because I don't really know what you, what you I'm mean not by sure, <laughs> I'm not sure what specific assets they mean. Um, I don't know. I, it, mm-hmm. I, I I wonder if they're just saying like the financial, like the long term financial impact of switching over. I think is what they're saying. So like yep. we're not just switching over without recognizing how it'll affect our economy and like how our economy is currently based off of these things that are not, you know, uh, contributing to this sort of green future that we're looking towards. But how we can also sustain yep. the transition of those companies or something. I don't know. That's so the my assets, guess. Jared, would be the assets within the uh, financial system, the current financial system. Um, so I'm assuming some of that has to do with then, um, you know, some of these big companies in in resources, you know, gas and oil. When right. they move over, how will that work? Things like this, um, which right. I think is this is really fantastic. Though, uh, shout out to New Zealand. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's fantastic. Oh, it's get, it's getting. Um, I should meant to do this. Brilliant. It's getting uh, scary out there, uh, and like, I mean, like visually, obviously, we we have these representation, like these almost like extravagant representations of what's happening to the environment through the fires or or right. uh, earthquake just happened in uh, California the other day. Um, like stuff like that but then also it's just like the stuff like just the i don't know it's just it's i'm getting scared dude about the environment mm. but like with the levels of pollution and and the levels of just our oceans being destroyed so uh, there was some some company i think that accidentally destroyed a reef uh so, like off the coast of some some island recently and they're just like oh, sorry and they gave them a, like you know millions of dollars but i'm like yeah but the reef is destroyed <laughs> yeah that, yeah money <laughs> money will not bring back it's like a it reef. is like a hundred million dollars it almost seems like right. nothing for this giant company that just destroyed a, a reef right uh, <laughs> yeah that's not good <laughs> those don't come back do they uh, i have i don't no know idea. it's just i'm getting so nervous and, right it's scary, but you know, Jared, one thing you can do to distract your mind from uh, uh, the yes. collapse of our entire Very environment, good. world, and society <laughs> are some fantastic untranslatables. <laughs> and untranslatables are idioms, phrases, axioms, mm-hmm. adverbs, words that do not translate on a one-to-one basis into English very easily. And Jared and I are your certified untranslatable experts. This is why ma- oh, we make God. millions and trillions of untranslatable dollars which sadly do not convert into U.S. dollars yet. Some um, might call us uh, cups. No, cuffs. Certified untranslatable freaks. Ooh, I like that. There we go. Seven days. A, no, two Se- days a week. Two days a week. <laughs> but you can listen to us whenever you want because we got lots of episodes out there for you. Wet ass phrases. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Make that right. translate game weak. <laughs> oh geez all right you don't cook you don't clean that's how you got that untranslatable right now no okay jared my first one for you is uh brazilian portuguese and it is estou com a corda which means i'm with all the rope today i'm with all the rope today is it like 
when I hear that, I thought I had a pen somewhere. That's why you see me looking around. Oh, here it is. When I hear that, it makes me, I hear like, I'm up to here. You got me up to nope. here. Nope. Okay. No, I'm with, I'm with all rope today. Like, you want to go mountain biking, Jared? You want to play some soccer later? Oh, okay. We had I'm a friend. I'm with all rope today. We had a friend in, um, in college that we used to call him DFA, and that was down for anything. <laughs> mm. Because no matter what we said, we're like, hey, you want to do this? He's like, yeah, sure, I'm down. Yeah. Oh, sounds great. No, no matter what was asked, he's you like, should yeah, have, no, you should have asked him some really crazy shit just to see what <laughs> hey, that would have uh, been so funny. This person's really been bothering me for the past couple of months. I'm gonna go, you know, like finish them off and bury them out uh, in uh, out yeah, okay. in the okay, park. Sure. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, I'll, go, yeah, I'll go grab my gloves, and I think I got a shovel in my trunk. Do you? Jeez. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so we that's not DFA. really what this means, though. Uh, I'm <laughs> oh, with all the rope today. <laughs> Oh, but that's not what it is? Oh, I thought that's what it was. No, it's like, I mean, kind of. It means Like I'm up for anything? It means, yeah, it means like you're pumped and you're full of energy. Like you'll do anything oh, okay. right now. See, that I still, I, I, feel, I hear you're, what you're, you're saying. You're kind of right, but it's I not feel like I'm on the right. the yeah. same. Yeah. I'm on, I'm, yeah, I see what you're saying. That'd be like a half ham horn or a three-quarter ham yeah, horn. Yeah, I still haven't figured out how to do that yet. <laughs> right. Do the, the ha- you, the what half you need silence. to do is you have to record a ham horn and then just bring the decibels down to half. And then well, that's what I go. just did. Did you even hear it? Oh, that's a very quiet <laughs> one. There we go. Here we go. L- a little background ham horn. I like it. <laughs> so, yeah. Ham someone, horn uh, in the my distance. Neighbor, my, that's right. my neighbor's using their he ham horn. He heard you get it, get it kind of right. He was like, hey, Jared. Here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of which, you know where my ha- my neighbor is using his uh, ham horn from? The CR, which is used in uh, the Philippines. The CR. The CR. Is that the bathroom? Oh, yeah. Jeez, that was good. <laughs> You didn't even let me try give you the literal, but you got it. What, what is that the literal? Full, that deserves a full ham horn. There we go. Um, it's the comfort room. Oh, I like that. The washroom, yeah. the comfort room. The water closet. The loo. Yeah. There's lots of good ones for bathroom. Rest right. room. Yep. Comfort room is an odd one. I, li- I like comfort room, though. You, you like know, it? You gotta, okay. get, gotta get comfy, you know? I mean, uh, yeah, wear, I guess wear so. your comfy slippers, you know, <laughs> put on some music, you know, put on your bathrobe, you know, kind of yeah. make yourself comfortable, light some candles, you know, Jared, you mm-hmm. got to relax. That's fair. Got to stay breezy. Maybe that's my problem. Stay breezy. <laughs> All right. I'm going to attempt to say this word. I'm sure I'm going to say it wrong, but here we go. This is also a Brazilian Portuguese and it is des- descasar o abacasi which means to peel a pineapple he peels a pineapple is that like someone's doing a difficult task wow hit that ham horn jarred very good i imagine peeling a i'm sorry <laughs> i imagine peeling a pineapple is quite difficult yeah, it's to deal with a complicated problem and i which uh, for some reason when i heard that i also pictured them doing it with their hands too right I have a, um, this would be uh, uh, Singlish, as they call it, you know, Singapore English, mm-hmm. and it is uh, blur like satong, and satong is a Malay word for squid. Hmm. Give me a blur. clue here, Jared. Um, 
I mean, we have a lot of uh, untranslatables for this. Um, so you you might say someone is blur like Satong. So that's what someone is. They're that. crazy. Uh, no, it, it, hmm. I'll give you a hint regarding a a, a a related English untranslatable or American. You know, I don't know if they say it in England. They probably do. Um, it involves uh, maybe a light bulb. Blur like Satong. Someone is blur like to Satong. get an idea. No, not that use of a light bulb. Maybe the light bulb isn't um, turning on all the way. <laughs> so something's broken. Someone who no no is someone who's uh like stupid. Uh, yeah, there you go. Someone who is slow at catching on or just generally clueless. Mm, I Blur see. likes the okay. tongue. Interesting. Uh, I have one more for you today, Jared. I'll, I'll give you a choice: Cantonese or Brazilian Portuguese. Um, Cantonese. All right, here we go. I was hoping you would give pick Cantonese. All right, we already had a couple of Brazilian Sik, Portuguese. You know, Sikling Mung. I'm not, I'm probably didn't say that right, but Sikling Mung. Okay. To eat lemons. To eat lemons. Mm-hmm. Is that like to, uh, like bite your tongue, like to stop yourself from saying something that you want to say? No, um, not not really. Uh, although mm, not really, I would I will say this though, Jared. I think uh, um, it would be eat. Mm, no, that's a bad example. Um, hmm. To eat lemons. Yeah. Now that's like something. That's like a reaction someone has to something. No, it's what happens to somebody. What happens to someone? Oh, okay. You know he. Uh, oh, they got they got duped. Not, not quite not quite eat lemons or they like they fail lemons oh you're getting really you're getting warm you're so close oh, you're almost no. there to uh, eat lemons is to like to like make a big mistake but then we're but then uh, this you this one i would say could be related to relationships and dating as a guy you have probably eaten at least a lemon once before jared to break up with they get broken up with Kind of to get rejected. Oh, okay. To get okay, rejected okay. to eat lemons. Yeah. Yeah, I've probably eaten a lemon or two. That's probably fair to say. Yep. Hey, I um, have been too, man. <laughs> Part of life. Part that's, of life. Of course it is. If you yeah, if you haven't eaten a lemon, you're not taking enough risks. That's true. <laughs> get out there and eat squeeze the juice and eat the lemons, people. That's for sure. Uh eat the lemons. <clears throat> but yeah, so so taking risks, by the way. Yep. City or country living. Yeah. Big risks. With both of those, in some ways, I guess. I guess huh? depending on where you start, you're taking a risk. You, like you might, it might feel like you're taking a risk going to the other one. Mm. It, it definitely felt like a like a risk for me. You know, the first time I really experienced, and, and yeah, yeah, okay, I I did I I, I, t- I tasted city living when I studied abroad in Vienna. I lived in an apartment, uh, you know, in a city. I took public transport, but. The reason why it's hard for me to fully use that as my example of city living is because um, I was I was coddled by my by uh, things like the study abroad program and my parents and their money. You know, mm. like I wasn't fully living on my own. Right, you were you were being I wasn't fully supported, and yeah, you had a yeah. lot of a lot of support. Both of us did. Right. Uh, yeah, I would agree with you. Well, first of all, though, Jared, what what would we define as city mm. and country living? Because Good point. Because like city, the concept of a city, I feel like is very different cross culturally. You know, depends like, on yeah, depends on what you're coming from. You know, right? The, what, like, yeah, right. Because like in in 
where I was living in the Czech Republic, you know, I lived in um, Komotov and I think there was, I thought there was like 60, 70,000 people in that area. And then if you counted like the surrounding area, Yirkov, which was like a village next to Komotov, then I think you could get around 100,000. Um, but, you know, but then, you know, I went to a city in China with I think a hundred and fifty thousand people and it was a hundred thousand like, China's like a rural village. Yeah, yeah, that's what it felt like. You know, it felt like I was not really in a city uh, yeah. like when I was in Jinan or Beijing or Shanghai. You know, they're mm-hmm. very different. Um so I think I think that's one thing to keep in mind too is is what what do you define as a city? You know? Um I don't think it's fully um population based. Um, I think it's more density based. Mm, so, okay. so, so I think of like a sort of like a, a a dense metropolitan area. You know, so and and so you know, mm-hmm. obviously there are obvious one. You know that we all think of New York, Chicago. Um, uh, okay. Apparently, there aren't a lot of obvious ones. Uh, Boston, uh, right. you know, these sort of you know, uh, or or you know, places like Shanghai, Beijing, as you say, as you said, Berlin, like these sort of obvious Prague. Yeah, these sort of obvious uh, uh choices. But but I think it, it just comes down to density and then a mm-hmm. metropolitan, a lot of industry. Well, happening. let me so, let me give you some background, Jared. Let me give you this is according to, to Grammarly.com. The difference between like a village or a city. So uh, the term village uh, comes from a French term referring to a group of buildings. That's exactly what a village is, a small community in a rural area. Le village. Uh, exactly. <laughs> uh, sometimes larger towns incorporate the houses of a village as a municipa- municipality. Uh, village can also re- refer to inhabitants of a village, uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, but So a city or town. Okay, so town comes from the Old English word that is referred to a walled or fenced place such as a farm, village, or courtyard. Our modern word refers to populated areas with fixed boundaries and a local government. Towns are usually bigger than villages but smaller than cities. The term can also refer to its inhabitants, its townspeople, or so, as people at Albion <laughs> used to say, the townies. Which, yeah, which um, was, ins- was insulting, I think. I never used that yeah. term. Yeah, so, I didn't either. based off of what I'm hearing so <clears throat> far... Mm-hmm. Based off of these uh, 13th century definitions. Can I give you the last definition? And yeah, then sure, I think sure, sure. This will put sure, sure, together sure. the complete sure. picture for you. So here's the uh, definition of city. City derives from a French word meaning citizenry. A city is a large or important town. In the United States, cities See, are that's incorporated. A, that's a loaded word right there, by the way. Right. Important. Yes, I, I agree with you. <laughs> Especially in the U.S. Right. Because there is a lot of, right. you know, the coastal elite vibe. And right. That's a loaded word. Everybody in the U.S. <laughs> thinks they're important, Jared. Let's be honest. Where um, do you get it, your food from? You wouldn't have food if it wasn't for us, you coastal elites. You think you're so important. <laughs> That's right. A city is a large and important town in the United States. Cities are incorporated municipal. I can't say that word today. Municipalities. Municipalities. Thank you. With local governments in Great Britain, a borough with a bishop seat is called a city. So see, there you go. Different cultural difference there. A borough with a bishop seat is called a city. Uh, As with words, village, town, and city can refer to its inhabitants. Blah blah blah. So there you go, though, Jared. So city. The basic definition here, it looks like, is um, important and a large town. <laughs> so, um, based off of what I'm hearing, 
You in Dexter, Michigan, in your chalet in Dexter, Michigan, yep. live mm-hmm. in Chateau de Shed. <laughs> you would live in a village, Dexter. Well, I guess it used to be called a village, well, as you yes. like to always say. Controversial, actually, Jared. Now it is considered a city. Jeez. If I, you yeah. Google it, it's crazy. I, I, you always love to talk about this because it does seem like a hot Back in button my issue. Day, it was called a village, <laughs> not a city. These youngins calling this a city, you don't even know. I remember this place. It's, although when I, you know, I grew up in Clarkston, and whenever I mention, you know, I haven't lived there in forever since I was in, uh, you know, sixth grade. But whenever I bring up Clarkston to people, I always have to tell them that I live there. I don't know why I always have to say this, but I always have to say I live there before Gray Lakes Crossing. I always have to say that. Why is that? <laughs> I don't, I don't know, but I, I feel like it's like I feel like I have to be like, oh no, I knew this place before before it was uh, just your I was normal here supper. Before it was cool, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. I'm the I'm, I'm the, the six year old hipster, hipster of Clarkston. Of Clarkston. <laughs> That's right. Um, granted, it's still not cool. Let's be honest. Um, <laughs> so based off of that, you live in a village, and obviously it used to be yep. a village, but now it's somehow it's been I'm quote unquote promoted. It's, <laughs> it's still a village, in my opinion. I would say then that me in Ferndale, I live in a town. I would agree with that. Because I have I have sort of a, you know, we don't have quote unquote industry here, but we have some companies and stuff. We have a small, like we have a sort of a small downtown area where you can walk around. Mm-hmm. Um, have restaurants and bars and stuff. Exactly. But still, it's, mm-hmm. not a, it's, not that, it's not that big, you know, the population, I don't even know what the population is, but it's probably like, you know, slightly un, under 100,000. Would be my guess. That's a actually total random guess. I have no idea how much the population is. The population is twenty thousand. Not even close. There you go. Um, there are colleges that are bigger than than my town, but um, that's true. And then I would say when I lived in Philadelphia, that was a city. Mm, no kidding. I would it agree with important. that one hundred percent. There were a lot of people there. There was you know a lot of industry. Uh, so I would say that was a city, and that's probably how I'd break the three down based off of your definitions there. I would agree. Yeah, I would say Philly is definitely a city. Uh, Philly is a city. Um, Komutov, I would say, is a big town where I lived in the Czech Republic. 60,000 people. Uh, like you said, well, um, Komutov had factories town. and stuff, but I would still say it's a town. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's a city. I would say Prague is a city. And uh, I'd say the important, mm-hmm. quote-unquote, cities usually aren't where the factories are. Usually it's where the headquarters are. Right, like you don't see a lot of factories in New York or Chicago or New York. You know, no, probably get not. Get out of here! Get out of here with your factories. <laughs> or like DC does not have a bunch of factories in it. You know, like the, right. the quote unquote important cities usually aren't where there's like a lot of manufacturing happening. Right. Well, a lot of the manufacturing happens overseas too. Yeah. Also, it's because you need a lot of space. You know. Right. Once again, these congested cities, the important congested cities. I love that they right. just put important in the. That that right. would be so. That's. I feel like that would be so, like such a hot button issue. Kind of copy. Kind of cocky, like, isn't it? If like some news network or something were to were to like be uh, talking about uh, at Los Angeles or San Francisco or New York or something, like in the uh, more important cities, like, uh, and then they would like name just like, that would be great. Like I could just, uh, I could see right now Trump tweeting about that and being like, see, they they don't care about you. This is why you should vote for me. I went to Philadelphia and New York, the more important cities before I went to Chicago and Detroit. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. You could definitely rustle some, uh, ruffle some feathers on that one. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, I think the important <clears throat> the important aspect of it is a little bit convoluted 
in yeah. a way. A and it's like, what do you consider important? Because, arrogant, because I, right. I too, I obviously understand sort of what they're getting at. But I, mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, I was making fun of those people like saying, where do you get your food from and stuff. But I'm also, it's true. You know, right. like, sure. <laughs> so I'm yeah. not totally discounting that, that those quote unquote flyover states are useless. Um, we're a partial flat flyover state anyway. Right. Um, yeah, but anyways, we're talking about me, city and country let living. Me t- let's let's go through. I guess we can go back and forth. I wrote down some things that just I miss about living in Philadelphia. Let's hear it. Um, I miss that um, I use my car less. Now I'm a car person, so I like the idea of having a car. Um, but I like that I really I, I like when as far as my leisure went, as far as me like going to this wanting to go out or something like that, I didn't have to take my car. And one, you know, there was the headache of parking it, had you know, the um, and paying for all that stuff. But even besides for that, it's just that it took so much more responsibility off of going out, you know, because like in Michigan. Here where I live, there are some places I can walk to, but the number of places I can go to are are relatively limited relative to um, mm. Philadelphia. Even you know, even walking, you know, even if we're just talking about walking, and sure. so just just the so I guess that also bleeds into just having more um, more food and 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 drink variety. There's you know, a lot of variety. Yeah, I think the the super nice thing about cities too, Jared, like you mentioned, is. Um, being able to get around and <clears throat> I really miss like public transportation. You know, the trains in China were amazing. Buses in the Czech Republic were pretty good. Dude. Uh, <laughs> you know, we trams in, in Austria, U-Bahn. We were in uh, Pittsburgh, you remember, for uh, last week. And uh, we were doing our walking tour. And our part- my partner, uh, she heard a... Uh, a city bus doing that thing at a stop sign where uh, where the air suspension will go like and lower and oh, it'll yeah, do like the yeah. beep beep and she's right. like oh I miss that noise <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and I was great. like well you mean the bus like lowering noise <laughs> she's like yeah I haven't heard that in a long time <laughs> hey that's subtle you know city living there's a lot of th- that's the thing I don't miss though I guess about the city uh, you know now that I've been back kind of living out in the boonies for mm-hmm. half a year again it's quiet out here yeah um, dude and and when i was living in jinan i will tell you what i was in a more quiet area but china especially in beijing it is not quiet um, yeah I, I forget what the guy used to say but when i was staying uh, over at my ex's place there was this guy that would wake up early on like sundays at like 6 a.m and he would like be chanting shit i don't know what the hell he was saying because he was obviously speaking in chinese but like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you would hear cars, and you know, yeah. There's just so much well, noise. In when cities. I when I lived in Philadelphia, it was the same thing. I mean, part of the reason I moved to the Harry Potter closet when I lived in Philly, which was uh, for those of you that weren't around for that era of the podcast, which was essentially a closet, uh, like a storage closet under my staircase. Uh, that was very similar to a Harry Potter closet. I yep. moved there partially because of the echo and all that stuff, but partially mm-hmm. because that room was right off of the like a pretty a pretty street, major right? road. And um, every now and again, it would get me, and I'd have like a fire truck going by. I and actually, that, yeah, you'd hear the sirens, and the cops were coming for you. When I was uh, when I was interviewing for my job, I was in that room, and a and a and a fire truck went, or like, and fire trucks went by, or police cars went by, and of course it was like a full on like police chase or something because it would right. it was not ending. <laughs> right, just and didn't I'm, stop. And, and just midway through my presentation, I literally just had to be like, 
Sorry, sorry. There's a. Uh, I yeah. live in the city. <laughs> There's and a fire I, truck driving by me right now. Yeah. And I literally, I literally like, I live in the city. I'm sorry. I, I, like, I, I, I cannot plan for this. Um, and and they laughed about it or whatever. It wasn't that big of a deal, but I, it was annoying. <laughs> right. But sure. uh, so I, I, I'm with you. I, I totally have been in that situation too. And 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 even even living in my town that I live in here. Um, it's obviously not as loud as when I lived in Philly, right off, you know, right off of a pretty big road, but still, you know, especially since I've gotten these AirPods, bro, that's, this is, these AirPods are my first noise canceling headphones. Mm, And so sometimes I'll be outside and and I'll, if you go from noise canceling to uh like the transparent, transparent where, where they let noise oh, game like, changer it's it, like, crazy but like it's you can like hear like a rush of noise coming when they it's first weird, changed over yeah. and it's like is this how much noise is happening outside mm-hmm. <laughs> and and then, but then once like you like you kind of get used to it, it's like oh yeah i am just constantly because i am you know like i am uh, like a minute away from Woodward, and you know, like yeah. two minutes away from Eight Mile, which are two major roads in this area. And it's like, I guess I don't realize that I'm just constantly hearing car noise in the back. Like that's just constant background noise now. And right. you don't even recognize it. Yeah, it's it's weird. And I I even noticed that though here when I have my AirPods on, and mm-hmm. if I put it in transparent, just hearing like the birds and and like stuff around outside. But I feel like that's a whole different kind of noise than hearing cars or the tire noise just constantly exactly. rushing by. Yeah. Um. So I said more food options. Yep. Um. I also miss. I do miss that too. I also miss. Um. Uh, so I guess one thing for the countryside that I mean uh, that we like is the is the quietness. I guess that goes mm-hmm. both ways. I miss walking. I miss the I miss my city walks. I could I could uh, because the thing about I, I love especially if I have nothing to do on like a fr- Saturday or Sunday to just go on like a like a two to three hour like ridiculously long walk. And in Philadelphia, I could do that and um and see new stuff every time. <laughs> oh, I believe like, it. I was I, like, I was always finding something new, turning down some new road that I never walked down, or like it. It, it was just like a great way to learn the city because you know, there's. I learned quickly that it's impossible to get lost. You know, I was, I, I, and I was never like once I did that, I would never really get. Uh, like, I still didn't know how to get to certain places, but I would never. I'd be like, oh, I can never get lost. I get it. I I get it. Um, that was great. That's and, a good like, feeling too. Here, yes, it is. You feel like you're finally like sort of like, oh, I'm like I like I'm a resident you got your here. I'm, I'm no longer yeah. new here. Um, and, and so here in Ferndale, like I like I feel like in an hour I could sort of cover the whole thing. And like mm-hmm. I still like especially during this quarantine has really become apparent because I'm walking a lot more. Even though I've gotten a little lazy recently, but it's just like I've seen like I'm seeing the same. I'm seeing the same stuff. Like, like I'm just the same houses. I'm walking down the same. <laughs> like, it's every nothing. Right. I, it's hard for me to s- discover new stuff um, when I when I'm around here. So I kind of miss that. I, I, I like that. Um, do you have anything that's come to your mind about your time living in, in different uh, big cities? The the walking and just overall exploring is great in cities for sure. I think I think country living. Uh, I think you have to have some type of interest or hobby to the point where (laughs) because it can get so quiet out in the country that if you don't have anything to do uh i feel like you you would go crazy you know um for me you know for me it's music and playing guitar and reading and stuff but for a lot of people out there you know if you're i feel like depending on what your 
hobbies are and your interests and the lifestyle you live. If you're a really social person and you want to get out there and do a lot of stuff, I would say city living is so much better. I have that on my list. It's, I think it's easier to meet people if you live in a city too. Oh, it's 100%. easier to get into activities or just, mm-hmm. you know, f- you know, be at bars in general. You know, it's easier to, if, if that's how you want to do it or whatever. Right. Um, BC at least before it, COVID. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, it's interesting that you say that because I, I like where this is going. I feel like I'm we're, we're we're getting into a place here where I'm playing team city and you're playing team country. That's right. Um, because I kind of have it, a because you know when you were when you started saying that I was like yeah I feel like he's about to say that you need a hobby and I kind of agree with that too. Um, but I think mm-hmm. it's a great way to immerse yourself in hobbies because you can and, mm-hmm. and I think here's a double edged sword of living in the mm-hmm. country. It's easier to have more stuff. Oh, for sure. Which can go both positive and negative, of course, because sometimes having stuff is fun to get. Uh, be I able would, to like. I would even say this, Jared. It's easier to collect more junk over yes. time. Yes, because you have more space. Because having stuff space. is is objectively not good or bad. Because if you're having, if you're getting something that's of, of some use to you, then it's not necessarily bad. You know, if you're using it for once again some country hobby that you have, then that's cool, great. Right. You got a nice. Now you have some a place to get working. a nice. Exactly. I was about to say yep. you have a place to get a nice recirculating saw, and you can put it in your right. garage or your mm-hmm. woodworking room, your pole which is separate barn. from your garage. If you're talking but real the thing country. Is, now I'm gonna have a rebuttal as a uh, apparently city now, city I, I'm slicker. To feel like I'm starting to feel like. You know, when I first went into this, I was like, I don't know if I'm Team City or Team Country because I've done both. Oh, I put but you as, in Team City immediately. As I'm having me? this country with uh, country, as I'm having this conversation <laughs> with you, I'm, I think you're right. I think I'm going Team City because I would say something about city living in comparison to country living that I think would be a benefit for city living is generally mm-hmm. speaking, this is general. Um, you're gonna if you're if you're in city living, you're gonna have a smaller living space. Right. I have found in this house that I live in here, which is about the same price as my uh, apartment was, my uh, one-bedroom apartment was in Philly, mm-hmm. that um, before before uh, Harry Potter place, that was, that was different, that um, cl- keeping this place clean is a part-time to full-time job, and I'm yeah. always behind. <laughs> I oh, I believe it. Always behind. There's like, like today, I'm like, I know I'm going to have to do some cleaning. There's always something you have to clean, which is the case, obviously, in an apartment, too. But there's just less areas. Like, I feel like I'm cleaning areas I don't even go into. <laughs> it's like, and I don't even sit I, in this room, but this table is disgusting. <laughs> I don't know how this is, but it seems like to me as well that like places in the city get dirtier faster. Hmm. Like, my apartment in China got so much dirtier than my apartment in the Czech Republic. Now, um, I, could Im- I could imagine that if, if you're leaving windows open at about the same amount of time, there is a higher chance for a dust buildup, especially in a place where you're, like, where you're living where there's a lot of pollution. Maybe there's right. a higher rate of dust buildup um, just because there's more uh, vehicle traffic and pollution right. happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, so I could imagine that, that being a thing, maybe. I don't know if I could... I don't know if I could if I could relate to that specifically, but I definitely mm. know that um, I like uh, the idea when I first was looking for places in Philly. Uh, excuse me, when I was knew I was moving to Michigan and I was in Philly going to Michigan looking for places, I was getting so excited looking at houses. Like I'm gonna have so much space. This is gonna be awesome. Mm-hmm. And then and then and, and it's still great, but I'm just like I don't need this much. <laughs> I I could right. probably cut out 
a third of this house and 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 and, and have the space that I actually use. Right. You know, R- rent out <laughs> rent out your guest room. There you go. Then you don't see. I don't see and see. I don't want that either. And that's <laughs> another good thing about country living is there's less less need in general for a roommate. Right. Well, I think when I think of country living, I think of more a slower pace of living. Um, either you have your own place or you live with your family. Whereas a city, I feel like because it's so much more expensive, you might have a roommate or two roommates, depending on you know the, the place you live in. Um, I, I can tell you what, man, unless, unless I'm dating somebody for a while, um, I don't really want to have roommates uh, if I can avoid it. You know. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, once you once you go no roommate, it's hard to go go back. Right. I mean, I haven't had a roommate since we were in Vienna our junior year of college. That was the last time I've really had a roommate. Vienna or so that oh, was yeah. twenty thirteen. Because then we had that suite, and when we lived in our fraternity. Right. And and I had my own. I had my own room to myself back right, then. Right. So so yeah so. Um, yeah, I think I think the other thing with the, with city living, I think for a young person, I think every young person should at least spend a couple of years living in a city, because Why is I that? think there's I think there's certain things you you kind of you get to see you you get to see and get to know a lot of different people if you are social, um, which I think is I think it's just really important. It's really important to meet a lot of people throughout your journey in life. You know, it's important to meet a lot of people and, uh, uh, you know, hear their stories and, and, you know, learn from them. And I mean, that's still, I think that's still kind of a regret for me as far as living in Philly is I, and like it, I, I didn't you take in your own little bubble, weren't you, Jared? I didn't take full enough of advantage of my ability to get out of my shell, you know? Mm. And a city's a good place for that. I think, I think the country is like, when I think of my life and and if I could choose where to live, like if money was no object, I could choose where to live, I would still pick the country and I would pick somewhere in the country that was close enough where if I wanted to get out to the city, I could easily do that and come back or even even overnight in the city and then come back in the morning. Um, yeah. See, I would like to set up like that where... Um where it would also have to involve like like um, maybe like Chicago or New York, and the only reason I bring up those cities is because if if I'm doing that, I like that idea too. You, you need to be able to go into the city without uh, public transportation. I mean, yep. excuse me, excuse me, with public transportation is what I meant to say. Yeah, that that would be a big plus for sure. Um, absolutely, I think the city is really good as well for. Uh, getting more job experience and also figuring out what you want to do, right? Hmm. Um, because there's just more opportunities, generally speaking, in a city than there are out in the country. Generally, um, you know, unless you want to do agriculture or farming or something like that. And if you do, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. But um, uh, that you know, I think the beauty with the city is you can try out a lot of different things. You know, you like you said, you have more food variety. Uh, I think you have more job variety if you're in a city that has a really, you know, kind of booming um, infrastructure, you know, and stuff like that. There's also the, the, I mean, there is the, I agree with you, and you're almost kind of speaking to the stereotype that the, that those that don't leave the, like their small towns get, you know, or their villages get. And and I feel like sometimes, sometimes you can... You can. I don't want to say you can smell it on them, but it's just it's a like slippery it's, slope, Jared. It's just I, I don't know this. 
that uh, it's also the best way to experience like new cultures. I think that's a good thing about being in big cities is you need mm-hmm. to. I think everyone needs to be exposed to new cultures. Uh, like I think it's a vital part of sort of like human, uh, you know, uh, sort of just you know just developing as a person. And um, and and I think that that's some people get too too proud of their little small towns that they never leave. You know, you it's can like, wow. definitely smell it on them. Like you said, Jared. <laughs> um, yeah, people who. I just, what's to brag about? Like, I just don't get the people who never leave. It's like, uh, why didn't you leave? You know, were you too afraid to go experience other places and see if Mm. something, you know, and I don't know. I'll say this, to be fair, I think city people have that too. Because I, I, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts and I hear a lot of New Yorkers like, oh, why do I have to go see any work? They're like, well, I got everything I need right here in the greatest country. This is the greatest city in the world. We got everything we need. It's like, I don't need to see another city. It's like, you you call those skyscrapers? Or it's like, there are, like, believe it or not, there are other things to experience in the world besides New York City, you know? You don't. Right. And so, so I don't want to even just put it on like those quote unquote country folk because I think it is. A, I think some city people you get, get both. do that too. You definitely get both. Yeah, I would agree with you. That's a great point. Um, but I think the key too is what kind of a lifestyle do you want to live? You know, do you if you want to um, be in the hustle and bustle? I would say a city is a great place to experience that. But yeah. would you rather have maybe a bit more of a Kind of, I know it's stereotypical, but more of a slow down, laid back, um, kind of where it's more quiet and and you know, but I that, feel like too a lot it, of people it is stereotypical, are, but it's true, right? I mean, yep. like I even even like you know, like you know, obviously when you walk around, there's a lot more happening around you. You go to a grocery store, and um, you know, there's just a lot more people there. Lines are generally longer, mm-hmm. you know, like there's just it's just a lot more activity always happening around you. Right. I th- I think the beauty with being out in the country, for me at least, it's uh, nature and it's peace. It's peaceful. Uh, I think for me, it's it's peace and price. I I, I would mm. I, I I now I guess I did have a car, so that that's part you of try, it. You trying to buy a house out in the boonies somewhere with me, Jared? With you? <laughs> we want to you want to live with me for the rest of your life? Hey, we this have like doesn't a, mean we got to live there forever. Just a couple of years. Oh, you know, it's actually funny that you say that because I was going to say we could have our own little Joe Rogan studio ranch we in could. Texas somewhere. I was actually going to mention it seems, you know, that's that's all the rage these days. The celebs leaving the city to go to the country. There's been a lot of talk about that. One of them was Joe Rogan, who, uh, you know, everyone, all the, you know, famous Moved podcasters. Out to Texas. Who yeah moved to Austin Texas to and uh, he's got some land out there now, <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, and there's also a bunch of comedians have that that I you know I listen to a, a whole bunch of podcasts and stuff even Ben Shapiro, uh, famous uh, wet ass p word. Has moved to um, has is is moving his operation to uh, Nashville, I believe, which is still interestingly enough a Democratic mayor mayor city. Yeah, um, doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Got a lot of liberals and musicians out there. Doesn't surprise me. But uh, I just think it's funny that Ben Shapiro is like, I need to get out of this liberal city uh, that's destroying he goes to a liberal uh, city. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. right. Oh, it's weird. But you know, uh, the liberals hey. are destroying this country. Um, so um, their reasons that I've noticed are obviously financial reasons. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of these people have a lot of money, and, and they can all, and they'll talk about the tax reason. 
And um, <clears throat> then there's also the safety reason. There's been a lot of talk about safety. Like these LA people, especially, mm-hmm. seem like they're uh, terrified that uh, that looters are going to come to their house. <laughs> like, like they, like there's been a lot. I feel like there's a lot of talk about safety, especially since the beginning of this quarantine in general. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's been a lot more. <clears throat> like gun talk and like a like a lot more people open to getting guns you know here i've thought about it here at my house um i often um it's all it's essentially turned into a joke because i don't think there's going to be any budging room here but i always talk about how um (laughs) how everything would be a lot better if we had a mossberg which is a shotgun um and i always talk about and i always talk like if we hear a noise in the middle of the night i'll be like man if i only if i had the mossberg uh, <laughs> but um there, so um safety is a, is a big one that i think people are afraid of when they're living in the city interestingly mm-hmm. enough mm, although if you've you seen know, any horror movie i feel like it always happens out in the middle you know, of nowhere i've actually i was actually i've been camping when i lived in philadelphia i went ca- camping with one of my friends and we were joking how we, we were terrified in the woods whenever we heard a noise and it's like we live in a city where we're, we're, we're way more likely to mm-hmm. uh like be be get, murdered yeah in the city that we would in the, this middle of nowhere town in delaware <laughs> right yeah we're terrified of every wood uh, crack that we hear i will um, say i will say this though too jared about living in the country one drawback is i think you really have to plan uh plan regarding timing of stuff yeah you know, if you're really out in the boonies like grocery shopping mm-hmm. uh getting stuff delivered uh, ordering something online might take a lot longer if you're in the middle of nowhere. Going to quote unquote town in general, like if right, you want, right. going to see other people, like your friends are probably uh, like unless you're friends with your neighbor only. I don't know. Some other reasons that uh, I've seen these celebs are moving is to is avoiding the mental and physical drain of the quote unquote industry, especially a lot of these Hollywood types. You know. Um, uh, it see it seems like there's a like um especially with this quarantine and a lot of these people are well, podcasters or mm-hmm. you know or they are comedians so it's like do I really need to be in the city to uh Hollywood and do I, just seems like a toxic environment I feel like yeah yeah I guess so I yeah especially not Hollywood I would say the like the entertainment industry yeah. is more what is more what I think you're, you you mean yeah I think you're right um because, you know, there are normal people that live there, too, that just have normal jobs and stuff. Right. Um, more space, obviously, as we've talked about, and more, uh, quote-unquote, freedoms. That's, you know, just wh- whether it be, uh, one, as we mentioned, guns or, mm-hmm. um, or you know, quote, free, you know, what, I don't know, freedom of speech and, you know, nervous that, I don't know, it's just a lot of right. freedoms. People seem to have a lot of fear that liberals are taking people's freedoms. <laughs> mm. Or it's like they just I don't have an answer into, for that one. I mean, I don't either. I'm not saying. I'm. Not, <laughs> do you agree with them? Is that what you're saying? Yes. No. Uh, no, no. I'm just kidding. Definitely not. So um, I, I don't know. I, I just. I think I, those I, are all valid reasons, though. Really. I wonder though if if the pandemic is and not just on a celebrity level, but I wonder if the pandemic will lead to people second guessing living in in their cities because of. Things like uh, because of, you know, the increase of, of working from home that's happening, especially in these uh, 
in these sort of San Francisco jobs, you know, and like mm-hmm. in, in these tech industry jobs where it's like, oh, if I'm working for Twitter and I could work anywhere, why would I live in San Francisco? Uh, because there's no reason. F- there's yeah, be- besides for the place that it's a, it is the fact that it's a cool city. Financially, there's really no reason for you to live there. You know, it's like there's expensive, no financial yeah. benefit to living there. Um, and, and and so like. And so I think it's just, I feel like, I, I don't know, I just wonder if it'll, if, if it'll make people second guess or if it'll lower the, and or I guess it could be both, and or if it, if it would or, like lower uh, property values in cities. Yeah, so maybe we won't. Maybe, I, I don't know. But cities will still be more sought after than, than um, country regardless of the timing. So I guess that won't really change will, too will much. Will they though? I wonder. I wonder if there'll be a cultural shift because... I think hmm. right now a lot of people are happy living in an apartment. But, you know, I think at one point, and still culturally we see this in the U.S. where um, a lot of people want to buy a house. They want their own house, right? Yeah. I wonder if there's if there's a bigger shift of people really either. I think it could go both ways. It could go the one way where everyone's like, you know what? I want to have my own little plot of land, my own little chunk of heaven, right? Mm-hmm. Or you could have the other the other view would be like, you know what? That's a lot of work. I don't want to deal with that. I just want to rent and have an apartment. So if I wanted to leave and move to a different city next week or next month, I could do that, you know? Yeah, more mobile. You want to be mm-hmm. mobile. Right. Whereas I think if you if you choose the country you live in, you're in a way, I guess you could be mobile, but you still have that home base. A base. Right. See, right. but once once we start talking about having a base and then somewhere else to go, that involves some level of money there. Right. To be like, oh, yeah, I mean, this is my... I mean, th- but that, that really would be my dream, as I said at the oh, beginning of the sure. pod, is for the sure. base in some sort of... Maybe not Nashville. I just pulled that out of, out of nowhere. I mean, but, Tennessee's um, beautiful. Not that I have a problem with it. I mean, I remember when I went to the Smoky Mountain uh, Smoky Mountain Park. That was gorgeous. I would mm-hmm. I would love to have a piece of land out there or North Carolina or something like that. But I, I like the idea of having land and then and then like a condo. If I, if I was living my ideal life... And I keep talking... I I, for some reason, I keep it US-centric. I wouldn't mind having like a city living, you know, in, in uh, like outside of a city in a different country too i i have kept a u.s centric but i don't think it and i don't think that what we're talking about changes too much regardless of where you're at i don't think so either i don't think so either but jared i think we should talk about our song of the pod today what do you think sure 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 Uh, so our song of the pod today is called pelota which is spanish for ball by the group uh kruangbin which is uh they're quite an interesting group um Krongman. Yeah, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that name right. I feel like I've heard that name before. Um, I don't know. We might have like come across their music one way or another somehow. Um, but yeah, so this song is really interesting. Um, here, let me. Let do you me know do they're little... actually from Houston, Texas. Speaking of getting some land, <laughs> right? No kidding. Yeah, the, yeah, they aren't. Uh, that's the interesting thing is they have some some titles. Um, Song titles in Spanish. This is one of them. The lyrics are really kind of funny. Uh, here, are they, oh, wait, are the lyrics in English? Did I not listen closely enough to this song? No, they're in Spanish. Okay, I, I thought I was yeah. like, did I miss something? Are it's, you listening to the song right now? Yeah, is that what's of, happening? Of course oh, okay. I am. <laughs> so, so the song, well, first of all, it's a, it, I think it's, I think there's like four people in the group. 
at least the videos I've seen of them live, though, I for sure see a drummer, a bassist, and a guitar player. Uh, Laura, the sing, she's the singer and the bass player, uh, lays down some really good bass lines, first of all. Mm-hmm. Um, they're super funky. This one, Pelota, has kind of that kind of Spanish-Latin vibe to it. Yes. Um, yeah. I like it. It was good. With the bass line. But anyways, here, let me read the words to you, Jared. Um, at least this is, um, this is from someone on... This is according to Google Translate that someone posted in the uh, YouTube video comments. I'm a ball, a ball of soot. You were lost in a surreal house. I became a demon who had a seed. The seed was plucked for the help of my family. Right now, I can be a ball. Um, A, I want to be pure. I want to be pure truth. But I want to love the disaster, the disaster that is mine. Um, So so these words are really interesting. Um, Hmm. But yeah, they have a lot of really it great. It seems music. way more positive than that, <laughs> right? Um, I really like that. This one caught my eye though because saying. the video is really kind of trippy. It's all kind of yeah. animated. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the video too. Yeah, it's really interesting. And it seems like they have a few videos animated in that style too. That's not the only video that they do yep. like that. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, they also have an NPR Tiny Desk concert. Um, they're absolutely fantastic. Uh, Krangbin, no idea what that name means or how how they came up with it i think it's krongbin oh. yeah that's, that's my guess you're probably right yeah you're probably right oh here it is it's krong oh mm-hmm. uh, yeah krongbin mm-hmm. i'm looking at their wikipedia oh nice all right yeah I but like yeah it. they Good have choice. some super super stylish songs that, that mm-hmm. like it's they kind of mold a couple different genres together into one which is really cool uh yeah it's kind of their own sound which yeah. is great. So check that out on our Song of the Pod playlist. Uh, Kurangbin, Pelota. Yes. Uh, you will not be disappointed, that is for sure. So to sum up today's country living and city living, uh, I would say for the most part, I I would say I am 70% team country and 30% team city. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I would even maybe go as far as 80% country, 20% city. Uh, whoa. Uh, yeah. So you better <laughs> okay. you better put a cowboy hat and a piece of straw coming out of my <laughs> mouth for the, the thumbnail on YouTube for this uh, video <laughs> oh, here, Jared. Man. I don't know if uh, I'm that good. Um, I, I see you do it on Instagram, at least. You you know put the little emojis and stuff on. Anyways, uh, I will tell oh, you I why, though, Jared. Saying. Yeah, yeah. I, I, can do I will tell there. you why, though, um, is because I, I really like the more peaceful style of living. Lately, it hasn't bothered me as much as it used to to actually just have a longer drive to go somewhere. Um, you know, I had to drive almost an hour to pick up something for work a couple of days ago. And well, uh, now it's nice because you you rarely leave the house, right? Well, like maybe a, that's why I go to. I used to. I generally go to your house every week, and right. um, I like I might get annoyed with that drive if I was going to work every day too. But now I'm like, this is my. This is great. I love that's it. That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> that is a good point. But uh, I, I just like I like the peace and quiet. Um, mm-hmm. Also, at some point, I would like to have, as Jared mentioned, some property out in the country somewhere. Um, I don't know. I would rather have a place out in the country rather than have a small apartment in the city. But that's right, just I get me. that. Well, all right. You're 80-20. I'm pro- 80-20 country versus city. I'm probably, hmm, I'm going to say... 75 city, 25 country. No. Okay. I'm going to say I'm going to say 65 35 city to country. I lean towards country, a uh, city, but I see but but you I see don't want the wanna, benefits in country. I don't want to totally give up the country, you know. That's also fair. um 
now in this in this uh you know what i'm actually gonna bump it down to 70 30 especially in this uh in this political climate that we're living in because seeing trump signs really ruins my day mm, that's fair <laughs> that's fair i don't blame and you're you. more likely to see them in the country than the city you definitely are and and the people out in the country i think are a definitely a different breed than the people living in the cities that is for sure oh uh, yeah but anyways let us know what you think about city and country living at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com you can slide into our DMs on Twitter, untranslatable1, the number one. Check us out on Instagram, untranslatablepodcast. Yeah. And please, five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Let us know how we can make this podcast better for you. So as you uh, as you say, as we say at the Untranslatable Podcast, maybe you say it too. I hope you do. <laughs> say it with me. Uh, Diakuyame, muchas gracias, shisha, and dos vidales.